I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Microsoft bought ZeniMax, and nobody really knows that, but they bought Bethesda because ZeniMax owns them. And Amazon finally reveals its plan to start cloud gaming competition. It's a moon named Luna. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a week. Well, what what a week indeed. Though mine was much less hectic than yours. Welcome to the Gamers 2 podcast for September, what are we, 25, 25th, September 25th. <laughs> What are, what are we? Uh, existential questions, Matt. Don't ask those here. Uh, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest, which there hasn't really been much outside of video games so far. So, so like, I don't know, past past month, maybe. We haven't really talked about anything fun. No, we haven't really needed to. It's kind of been a, I mean, define fun. Everything's sports. fun, I guess. Sports. Sports is boring right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not if you're really into it, but for what we would go in depth with, it's not going to not going to do you any justice listening to us. Well, not that it does anyways, but <laughs> yeah, about that part. Anyway, <laughs> in terms of enjoyment and excitement for yourself, yeah, there's going to be some fun news articles this week because it's a lot of like, you know how uh, a couple weeks ago it was the Series X, Series S, Series X, Series X. Yeah. There's a couple of those in there, so. Yeah, and we had to warn Dewey not to listen to the episode if he was annoyed by hearing X, S, X, S, yeah, S, X. I'm annoyed saying it, so. Matt's more annoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And other people clearly are confused as well, so. Yes, do you have the... It's in there. Okay. Are we talking about the Amazon thing? Yeah, the Amazon. That's the, the thing. Foreshadowing. The, the Amazon problem. <laughs> or I guess it's not really a problem. It's just... Uh, it's definitely it's a, it's not a, a problem micro- for Amazon. It's a Microsoft problem. Yeah. But before we get there, here's some other things you could spend your money on. And you know, not- if, you can't, if you can't find pre-orders on... Either console. $700 graphic cards or... Or either six hundred dollar consoles or five hundred dollar consoles, wherever they're at, or fifteen hundred dollar graphics cards. Yeah, struggle, struggle, bus man, or switches. Are switches a in? What was the other pre order? There was wasn't there a special version of the switch coming out, or was it a game? There's another pre order at GameStop. I don't know. 
think it might have been a Switch, like a special edition Switch. Maybe. Eh, well, whatever. New releases, more important. Number one, Freedom Fighters for the PC. Yes, that game that was out years ago. I played on the GameCube with my cousins. It has now been ported to PC, and I mean quite literally ported. Number two, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim for the PS4. Number three, Unrailed for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. This is a game that uh, Dewey and I played at PAX this year. And caused him and I played with two strangers. Four-person co-op map. You need to build track and lay track in front of the train to get it to its destination. I remember this one. Yes. I remember you talking about this one. It it caused problems, but it also was great team bonding. To the point where I don't know who those other two people were, but in that moment it felt like we knew. You connected. Yes. You bonded. Yeah. We were we were like, cool, that's a good time. I never want to see your face again. But we agree that right now was pretty magical. <laughs> Sounds like packs. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent packs. That's basically how the cards against or the cyanide and happiness game went too. Uh, number four, Untitled Goose Game got its co-op update for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Number five, and the co-op being local co-op. So, temper expectations. Number five, Vigor, the free-to-play version, goes to Switch. Number six, When the Past Was Around for PC. Number seven, Against the Moon for PC. Number eight, Cyberhook for PC. Number nine, Ginga Ginga Force for PC and PlayStation. Number 10, Going Under for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 11, Gone Viral for PC. Number 12, Little Big Workshop for Xbox and soon PlayStation. I don't have it written down, but I definitely saw the PlayStation account talk about that. Uh, Number 13, Rip Them Off PC. Number 14, Serious Sam 4 is officially out for PC and Stadia. Number 15, Tears of Avia for the PC and Xbox One. Number 16, Matt's favorite game on the list, Tennis World Tour 2 for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I was watching Tennis the other day and commenting on how difficult it is to play. Yes. It's a, it's it's harder. It's a sneaky hard. It is. You just look at it, you're like, I just hit the ball. And then you're yeah. like, no. You got to run back and forth on the court. Fuck that. And forward and backward. Yeah. Left, right, forward, back. What, what am I, a D-pad? Also was watching some some girls volleyball. Good time. Yeah, they're fucking nasty. Also, oh, yeah, they're filthy. It's actually, it's not upsetting because I know I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. And they are, was it world or was it college? I think it was college. Either um, way. I've played against a couple college people. And wh- our colleges, not high level. Yeah. They're not your Alabama. I mean, it was like LSU. It was Duke and someone yeah. else. I can't remember. Yeah, around here, it's not your Dukes, but they were ranked. That's all you need. Yeah, to know. yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, they're ranked. I've played against a bunch of non non ranked like D three people, and they demolish me. What was nice about it was the teams were clearly having fun while they were playing. It's the best part. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to watch. Couldn't the only thing I don't understand. Why do they have to wear such skimpy short shorts? What is that? Is Are you like against it? I just feel like at this point in 
society and culture, you know, where we're at, that that just wouldn't fly. I think dudes wear short shorts. Who wear short shorts? I don't know. I can't recall ever watching like men's volleyball. Now I'm I, thinking about it. I think in they were college. Sh- at least. I think they were short just shorts, like Japanese, not, not a yeah, just animes. <laughs> uh, I think they were what you would have is like a running short instead of a like basketball short. Okay. I don't know if it's like a mobility thing for them. Maybe. But like I don't I've I've never worn that short of a short to know the difference. I also have not worn uh the booty spandex to and, and like only that in order to tell you the the benefits of me standing out on the court like that, other than to confuse the other team. Yeah. I mean I've gone I've worn like short, short track shorts. Yeah. And like my feelings are like to a certain extent, it's you reach a a point of um, what's the how's that saying go? Diminishing Dimi- returns. Thank you. Diminishing returns was the saying. Yeah. Whereas, like, you get to a a certain shortness and it's good enough, and anything more than that, and it's just like, all right, short, a little yeah. unnecessary, and then you get into too short territory yeah. where it's like it's in crevices it shouldn't be in. Yeah, and I need to not hang out at the bottom of these. Yeah, I'm never gonna have that problem, but I've heard stories. I don't know. It's a thing. Yeah, I don't my one of my buddies at work has talked about like wearing running shorts that are, you know, short or whatever. I'm just like, "No. No. I just no. Nah. I'm also bigger than he is, but I just would rather just wear basketball shorts." I I guess it depends. Like when you are genuinely like if you're going to like run a a 5K or if you run yeah, a lot, you know, daily. Yeah, if I'm in shape, yeah, I probably don't. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, if I'm in shape, I probably don't mind. Which is why I have not worn my running shorts in. <laughs> I could years? count in years. Yeah, <laughs> how many years? Uh, yeah, I mean, watching watching good, even college level, which is still good volleyball. Yeah. I just, I just like ah oh, ah. Uh-huh. You guys are much better. I wish my teammates could pass half as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> I also wish I was 6'8". Yeah, true. Watching volleyball is one of the few sports that makes me go, can I please be 6'8"? Yeah. I think Even volleyball... basketball. I don't need to be 6'8 in basketball. Yeah. I know I could succeed at a smaller height. Volleyball specifically, you gain an immediate guaranteed advantage being 6'8". <laughs> I feel like volleyball is one of those sports that's really underrated as far as viewing satisfaction. Yeah. Or being able to jump. Both both okay. <laughs> both things, if I could be six eight or jump, would be great. That's fair. It would solve I mean, a lot of problems. <laughs> I guess you could still like I can semi fix the jumping one. I can't fix me not being six eight. You could get away, like if you had like a really nasty serve or something, you could probably. Yeah, but the know. problem with actual volleyball teams is you will get put into a role. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you have your liberos, which are the guys usually wearing the different colored mm-hmm. shirt than everybody else. You know, you've watched anime, so that's why you have your liberos. And so you have embarrassing because it's true. And you have your hitters and whatever. But when I'm playing, just around here, we don't have that. There is no. You have to be good at every part of it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just make me 6'8", because that'll fix the problem, the, my worst case problems. Or make me jump, because that will that will 
alleviate the part of being 6'8 if I can just jump high. Mm -hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Other games that came out this week include number 17, DreamWorks Troll Hunters Defenders of Arcadia for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 18, Zangian for the Switch. And number 19, Mafia Definitive Edition for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Stadia. That one snuck through. It it, it made it officially made it. It did. It did make it. Uh, I did watch Ray play a little bit before I did my customary. I was at work today, so I nap before Matt shows up. What a life. <laughs> what a life. I, the best part is I wasn't even planning it. I just, I did the same, you know, get home. Oh, Ray's playing Mafia? I'll watch Ray play some Mafia because I'm curious to see how the game looks. Yeah. Oh, the game looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up and it was like 6 o'clock and I think that's when I texted you. And I was like, hey, what time are you planning on coming up? And you're like, ah, you know, not till late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just right back out. Perfect. <laughs> and then, I I mean, I woke up 8.15. Wow. So like <laughs> I woke up eight fifteen, looked at my phone, and you're like, All right, they don't have bread about eight thirty, and I was like, Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, the that's Mafia also, that's also why I know you can get into the house. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Mafia, uh it's on my if I had a list of games that I'm interested in playing, that would be on there. It's the only thing on the list. Well, I mean, there I have a there are games that I I want to play, but realistically, if I'm if I'm going to get to them, I don't know. Watch Dogs Two, that's been uh, that's been there for a while. <laughs> yeah, Untitled Goose Game. Um, yep, all the popular ones right now, like Fall Guys and Among Us, and but Fall Guys and Among Us though are are not. Um, I've already are not on any timetable. Yeah, where, but like, they're Watch also Dogs, you wanted to be on the timetable for Legion type of thing. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna lose their. They will, and they will. Their attraction. They'll always have their moments. Of you know, oh, new Fall Guys season is out. Well, let's all go play Fall Guys. And until you know the next time that those are really gonna see a big dip is when Call of Duty comes out because a bunch of the people playing that play Call of Duty. So when the new Call of Duty comes out, boom, there you go. Or when the new Fortnite season drops, because apparently they're I don't know what they're calling it, but I saw a pre order thing. With the Joker? The Joker. It's like DC heroes mm-hmm. and villains. He's not a hero. <laughs> I'm not I'm not weird. Uh <laughs> yeah, it was the Joker. I think I saw Poison Ivy and I was like, I don't want to buy a skin. But I wanna buy a skin. But I wanna be Joker. <laughs> Even in a game I don't play. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Short list that's on there. We'll see. We'll see. We can't talk tonight, obviously. You all right? I, yeah, I was just... <laughs> I was reading, and then I stopped reading, and then I continued reading. Now, that sounds simple, but picture if you kept looking at the page... And couldn't process what you're looking at. your brain just stopped. It's a day... It uh, happens every second for me. <laughs> your brain just stopped. It just, uh. <laughs> just doesn't work. There were there were a couple moments like that this week for me for sure where it was just all right. I've read that email six times. What did it say? Yeah, <laughs> I've been uh, getting okay amounts of sleep, like normal amount of sleep, 
and like I can't seem to sleep past seven thirty a.m. anymore. And uh, God, life struggles. And I don't know what it is. Like I, I sleep seven and a half hours every night, usually at least. I wish. And I'm just not getting any rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I 100% trust. I know that feeling <laughs> exactly. You wake up still tired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have that all the time. There are very, very few times where I have hit. I don't know if it's like hitting a REM cycle level three type of thing, which I think level three is the deepest or whatever, mm-hmm. where you actually knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't know if I just don't hit that because I sleep like I'm dead to the world. But same. I don't know that I'm actually in a deep sleep. Yeah. Where my body is fully just into resting, or if it's just that I ignore the universe. Yeah. Uh, but there are always moments, you know, even going into work in the morning where I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I cannot wait for lunch because I need to just get something in me as a sustenance form of energy to last me through the next three hours. Because by 3.30, I'm going to be trying to not fall asleep in my chair. Yeah. I have specifically walked into server rooms. I did it at Target. I would walk into the freezer. I would walk. I would just... I'll stop sitting at my desk. I don't have a stand-up desk at work, but I'll stop sitting at my desk and stand up and hunch over just to like force myself to be in a different position to move. Because if I sit too comfortably for too long, I will fall asleep in my chair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a problem. I, I'm just going to chalk it up to being old. Could be, could be go back to, you know, the whole not running thing, you know, could be old and just not exercising. I don't so know. I did find that when I was working out more frequently and I have to have a conversation with Kenny this weekend about like, I should figure out some type of workout plan. But when I was working out, my sleeps would be legendary. Yeah. Top notch. Yeah. Top notch sleep. Cause you knew you were going to, my body would die at about eight thirty. You'd be like, we're going to bed. And I was like, I'm fighting you. <laughs> It would make it about an hour, another hour and a half. Ten, nine thirty to ten o'clock was like during a normal work schedule was my happy let's pass out moments. But when I was working out, you could actually hit those moments and then not sit in bed for three hours on your phone or whatever, just not doing anything. Because I think that's what I fall into the problem of. Of I can go to bed, but my go to bed is yes, I made it to the bed. Yeah, but now I have now I'm just sitting here. Yeah, not doing anything and nothing's happening, and I'm not asleep. Yeah, life, man, it's difficult. I guess we should talk about games. Yeah, do you want to? Do you want to not discuss us being a bunch of old farts? Yeah, let's talk about games. Games, games. Number one, Microsoft's first one terabyte expandable storage drive for the Xbox Series X slash S will be priced at two hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> Best Buy has started taking pre-orders for the accessory, revealing a final price. Microsoft's expandable storage solution is proprietary, and only Seagate has been announced as a manufacturer so far. Microsoft says more suppliers and additional sizes will be available in the future. Uh, Not surprising at all. It's a Gen 4 PCI thing as PC people. Gen 4 is the new, the, the next new new. Mm-hmm. All drives for it are expensive as shit. Have you seen how small it is? Yes. It is a th- slightly larger thumb drive. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's like maybe two SD cards side by side as far as footprint. Yeah. Can't wait for people to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, did anybody know where my $300 hard drive went? No? All right, fuck, man, you're going. Still rough, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's the sticker shock to people that don't know mm-hmm. how expensive Gen 4 stuff is. Yeah. But if you're in the know, yeah, it makes sense. The only issue is that it's proprietary, like the... the, the right, I mean, the, it's a proprietary um, because it's a mirrored image. It's supposed to be mirrored, basically, mm-hmm. of the drive that's in the machine. Yeah. So but the it's downside... Still, but it's still a Gen 4... Yeah, the downside is because it's proprietary like format, it's probably not going to like as Gen 4 becomes more popular and commonplace, it's probably not going to get that much cheaper. I I could see it still get uh, uh cheaper. Yeah. I don't think it'll be significant enough think, to like I think a lot of it even though it is proprietary, I think a lot of it still is the Gen 4 problem. Yeah. You're not going to be able to convince me that the a one terabyte external hard drive for a machine that costs five hundred dollars is going to stay at half the cost of that machine. Yeah. But if you are trying to already buy an expansion slot on a one terabyte machine, what do you have to download? The precedence is unfortunate <laughs> on it though, as far as price goes, because every proprietary memory format has held price higher, which is yes, and it is also weird to see two twenty. Yeah, I, I just think that's a weird price point. It's an odd. It's it, technically it's an even number, but it's an odd number. I bet it's Seagate being greedy because they're the first to market. Yeah, but aren't, isn't Microsoft? Don't they have the final say? Seagate's, Seagate's producing, but Microsoft gets to say what the price is. That's even, that'd be even worse though, because then that means like all one terabyte cards are going to fall around two hundred and twenty, which is terrible that's but, true i guess that is technically true but if they had another manufacturer yeah you can see the argument of like oh western digital makes one is two hundred dollars and here goes the fight same company now oh shit they are <laughs> i forgot they are the same company now which uh, i don't i, I don't, don't know even know how that's i don't know i guess i, I guess you know market I'm, share doesn't count when you're looking at like oh is this a monopoly they have like what? That's got to be like. Do we need to? Do we really need to discuss monopolies this early into the episode? I don't know. Because We're, I heard somebody drastically claim that Microsoft was attempting to make a monopoly, and I went, "Do you know what a monopoly is?" Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, Left for Dead Two, Valve's iconic what? zombie. What? <laughs> it's twenty twenty. Why is that on the dock? Uh, Valve's iconic zombie shooter came out in two thousand nine. I think it was two. I guess. By the way, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's probably about right oh, I'll find out real quick to uh, see it came out in 2009 but the game just <laughs> like, got like, you're like no it definitely I'm just sticking <laughs> no, with I'm it just, well, I'm gonna just keep going uh, it just got a final update the last stand created by the Left 4 Dead community update team and endorsed by Valve itself uh, it's also oh nice I nailed it it's also the first new content added to the game since 2012 according to Polygon uh, the update ad, the update adds new Weapons, new maps, new enemy types, unused dialogue, and even a new campaign. The update is free to download, and Left 4 Dead 2 itself is also free to play until September 28th. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Who thought, I mean, other than the rumors that we knew about the Left 4 Dead thing coming, but like, who thought we would be discussing this Left 4 Dead 2 specifically in 2020? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I haven't seen any, but I was hoping to get a whole slew of rumors of like, oh, this means Left 4 Dead 3 is coming. Yeah. I'm happy that those conversations didn't start because that's what typically would happen in the stupid hype media that we are. But everybody, I think, understands. Like, Valve can't count to three. That's true. So. <laughs> Poor Valve. <laughs> we just don't even <laughs> pretend like it exists. Yeah. One, I've... two, four, <laughs> five is right out. <laughs> Thou shalt not count to four. I've given up hope on Valve since Gabe just talks about like scanning brains now, and Gabe is potentially reaching Elon levels. Oh yeah, of <laughs> just insanity. Yeah, he's out there. Have you guys seen what I released? Half Life Alex. I don't give a shit. Have you seen <laughs> like, Gabe? No, stop, stop, Gabe. Oh no, he's drank the soup. What do we do? Gabe's gone crazy. Oh, no. He's holding a concert in New Zealand. <laughs> uh. Somebody get the Gabe robot back. It's gone <laughs> crazy. That'd be even better. Like the uh, <laughs> A joke storyline that Gabe Newell has died 10 years ago, which is why they can't make more games, because he's not actually directing anymore. But they have the Gabe Newell 2.0, which is just a robot that they've programmed to be basically like him. But they can't, for some reason, get it. Because it's a robot, it doesn't have creative thoughts. Mm -hmm. It only knows statistics, which is why he's like, I would buy an Xbox, not a PlayStation. He can only know <laughs> like facts and comparison charts and his history, but he can't think of anything new. So it's just like, uh-huh. I think yep. you're on to something here. <laughs> Confirmed Gabe Newell's a robot. <laughs> Sorry, need to uh, send something. Send. I'm gonna bleeping send it. <laughs> send it! <laughs> uh, so, uh... Oh, fuck. I was just gonna launch into a story and you finished. You can do it. That's fine. No, it's fine. It's a complete tangent. I was gonna talk about speakers. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> we got time. Trust me. Trust me, we got time. Number three, Nintendo has announced Kirby Fighters 2, a brand new game in the Kirby series for the Nintendo Switch, and it's available to download from the eShop right now for $19.99. In the game, you fight against up to three other players in local or online multiplayer. You can play as one of 17 different Kirbys, each wielding one of Kirby's famous copy abilities as well as other characters including bandana waddle d meta knight or king ddd the game <laughs> are you laughing at bandana waddle d yeah I don't. <laughs> the game offers a story where you work your way through a number of battles to eventually take on meta knight and king ddd and you can play co-op with a friend Sorry, every time I have to say King DDD like that, it's because all I can hear is his Smash announcer voice when he does it. Because basically the Smash announcer is just, King DDD! <laughs> I have no frame of reference for any of these characters, so their names just sound like so outlandish. I I would probably... I wouldn't be able to tell you if you like put a picture up of them, which one... Other, you know, unless he's wearing a bandana. Which one bandana Waddledy is. <laughs> but I can tell you Meta Knight, King DDD, and Kirby... But the bandana waddle threw me. I, I, what if he doesn't wear a bandana? Oh, 
<laughs> mind blown. <laughs> what if he just looks like Guy Fieri? All right. I take it, I guess. Kirby Guy Fieri, I'm all about. <sighs> He's just sucking up the flavors of Flavortown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's. He's got the hat with the visor. He's got the visor and the, the that's... frosted tips. That's some fanfic right there. Some sweet soul patch with a mustache going on. Blizzard's enter him, man. You even say fucking words. All I, all, unless you actually said it correctly. All I heard was... I started Blizzard and then my tongue just was like, nah. So I then aborted and just went... Uh, Blizzard Entertainment canceled its annual BlizzCon fan convention earlier this year due to COVID-19 pandemic, but the company has announced new plans for an online-only version of the show. BlizzCon Line. Ha! Ha! You guys see what they did there? They made BlizzCon and online and put them together. Big brain. <laughs> oh, five head plays. <laughs> Uh, BlizzCon, I can't, it's hard to say. It's like when you look at it and try to read it. It's, yeah, it's like confusing Con Air and Con Hair. Yeah. They're two different movies, and Nick Cage is in both. <laughs> BlizzCon line will take place on February 19th through the 20th, 2021. Uh, Blizzard promises that it will have more details about what to expect closer to the event. Okay. Okay, okay. I... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just don't I don't have anything because it's only the only things we can expect are more Overwatch 2. Uh they're gonna announce that they've killed something else because last time it was that we killed Heroes of the Storm and we've killed these other things. Mm-hmm. So it'll be more Overwatch 2, more Diablo 4, uh a new Hearthstone expansion. What am I forgetting? WoW's already completed. Diablo? Starcraft 3, I said Diablo 4. Ooh, oh. you know what we no, will get Diablo? You know, you know what we will get? We won't get Diablo 4. Yeah, well, we Diablo. What's it? What's the what's the app mobile one called? Yeah, we'll get uh, Diablo China version. China? I wanted to I wanted to say Immortal. Maybe yeah, that sounds right. Diab- that, I don't know if that's right. It's the Chinese clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that somehow isn't out yet. Probably because they know it'll piss everyone off. And no one will play it. But like, how is it not even out in China or Japan? Like where the where this is clearly going to succeed? That's a good question. Especially considering it is a clone. They've announced it long enough. You were basically already reskinning a game that that company that you partnered with made. Mm -hmm. How do you not have this working? Or at least not have it out yet. When you had it playable last BlizzCon. It was on the show floor and playable. Maybe they did release it and we just don't know. That would be terrible. Because I'm pretty sure I I have it on my phone for notifications to download. Because I wanted to try it when it actually came out. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe they released it in the markets they care about. Ooh, ooh and I not see what here. You're saying. And yeah, in the markets they care about. Blizzard Entertainment doesn't care about you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure it's immortal. I'm not gonna look it up. But I'm pretty sure it's immortal. That's good enough for me. It's uh, yeah. The thing. I'll respond to that in a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Things, you know, things things take precedent around here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Uh, or the potential thereof. 
Number five. You know, you can't make a goal if you don't take a shot. That's, you know what? That's what I've always heard. Don't let a goalkeeper stop you from scoring, which that one has a lot of worse connotations. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a second. Here. That's one of the worst ones I've ever heard because it implies six other things. Yeah. And I've heard it said at like bars, they're like, hey, man, don't let a goalkeeper stop you from scoring. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, are you saying what I think you're saying? <laughs> it's What it's supposed to be is don't let the fear of striking out stop you from playing the game. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Not, hey, somebody's blocking the plate. Barrel them over. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the catcher blocking the plate stop you from scoring a run. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what the worst is, though, is when they rob home runs. That's just... You hit a bomb and you see it going. And then you just see somebody waltz over, jump over the wall and bring it back. And you're just like, I, that was everything I had. That was everything I had. <laughs> and now it's gone. It's ruined. Look what you've done to me. Look at me. Number five. <laughs> to get back on to not weird tangents. Number five, uh, former plus. I'm glad you got this one, by the way. I just went to say former president blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those episodes. Like I'm, uh, it's I'm sorry, guys. It's a goofy one. It's gonna be a weird one. Just goofy, just out there. My favorite part is when we get goofy and out there. I hear like, oh, did you guys drink beforehand? <laughs> like, no. I we rarely. Have... I don't. I hardly ever drink. And we haven't done an episode where we've actually been drunk or even slightly intoxicated in a long time. True. True. Long we've never done time. one drunk either. No, yeah, we've never fully done one drunk. Which could be interesting. Would be... V- I don't think we'd make I, it through. I might have to edit. Because I, I think... I, I might have to edit because I might not stop myself. Like something like a, a mic would get unplugged or something would happen. That last conversation would have stopped the podcast because I wouldn't have... Yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have stopped analogizing. I would have just continued on. Yep. They're like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> and then we would have never, never recovered. <sighs> anyway, number five. Former Blizzard president Mike Morhaime has partnered with a number of other Blizzard Entertainment veterans to form a new games company called Dreamhaven. Dreamhaven will serve as a parent company providing publishing and other support services to its internal game development studios, beginning with two new ones founded alongside the company, called Moonshot and Secret Door. Moonshot is led by former Blizzard executive producer Jason Chase, former StarCraft II and Heroes of the Storm game director Dustin Broder, and former Hearthstone creative director Ben Thompson. Secret Door is being led by former Hearthstone executive producer Chris Sigati, 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 former Hearthstone game director Eric Dodds, and former Blizzard technical director and game director Alan DeBerry. And former Blizzard, 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 former formers. Former Blizzard, Blizzard, former former. This is Blizzard 2.0. Give us your weak and your downtrodden. I <laughs> <laughs> like it. This could and be that's, fun. That's almost basically what has been said as well. Uh, Mike in, in, has done a couple interviews about Dreamhaven. And in his conversation with like what he wants to do, him and his wife are funding the entire thing. Oh wow, that's pretty, they pretty crazy. They're like, we're not going out for, you know, 
not uh, we're not looking for money yet. We're taking care of this whole thing in house. The two studios are small. Like we want to give the entire idea of like the lighthouse. We want to give developers creative freedom to do what they want to do. And there's a lot of potential subtext in his interviews. Do you know what it sounds like to me? They're going to be getting a call from Microsoft real soon. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of potential subtext in his interviews where if you look at it from the idea that all these Blizzard people are sick of Blizzard mm-hmm. and are the current state of Activision Blizzard. Uh, it has that connotation where there's like, we want to give developers a creative blah, blah, blah to develop what they want to develop on timelines they would like to and yada, yada. Which is going back to what Mike, when Mike founded or, you know, was a co-founding Blizzard was their whole thing. Like we're going to focus on games and development and yada, yada. And so it seems like that's the idea they want to get back to. And they're taking the people that are that align with those ideas and instead of using the money grabbing that can be the Activision EAs that are known for. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see whatever comes out of these studios. Who knows? I mean, the, the logo or the backdrop, whatever you want to say for uh, Dreamhaven, there is the lighthouse, but then it shows there's other fantasy elements throughout the entire picture. There's some steam, but there's, there's a lot of other things. So it's like, I, I have no idea what to expect They're They said they're not going to talk about the games until they're further along anyway, about which one each studio is making. And so it's like, all right, I'm just cool. It's a good thing to see. He's yeah. They definitely, of, he's been out of that part of games for a while. So definitely one to watch. They, they certainly have pedigree. So, yeah, it's one of those when when Mike Morham starts a studio and says, I'm just going to fund this thing for a while, you go. And grabs a bunch of... I'm listening. <laughs> ...ex-Blizzard Blizzard, uh, directors and producers. You yeah. you take notice. The only thing we need now is for him to hire Chris Metzen, and we'll, everybody will be like, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that honestly would send the Blizzard fandom into an absolute tizzy if Metzen announced that he was going to Dreamhaven. Just because he's one of the WoW legends. Yeah. And he's not he's not at Blizzard anymore. Mm-hmm. But him going there and people would just be like, there's no you're not doing it. Don't 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 give me don't, <laughs> don't give, give me hope. Yeah, don't give me hope. <laughs> Can I be uh Mohawk Eye? Uh, My favorite Hawkeye. Mohawk Eye. Mohawk. Ronan Mohawk Eye. <laughs> the where do I want to go with this? What am I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm like my brain is in a constant state of like flux where I don't know if I want to just like continue the conversation or just move on. So I don't know. Do what you feel is right. Uh the developers of the hit social deduction game Among Us announced that they have canceled a planned sequel because of the popularity of the first game. Uh, Though the sequel had been announced just 36 days ago, developer Inner Sloth wants to support the game that's popular right now. Uh, From their blog post, quote, The main reason we were shooting for a sequel is because the code base of Among Us 1 is so outdated and not built to support adding so much new content. 
However, seeing how many people are enjoying Among Us 1 really makes us want to be able to support the game and take it to the next level. End quote. Probably a good move for them. I mean, strike while the iron's hot, as the uh, as the kids say. No kids say that, by the way. That's that's such a fucking old saying. Um, and the game looks good. Simple. They could uh, restructure it. Maybe, I don't know, use a new engine, do something. Rebuild it. Push out an update. Start making some new maps, some new content. Do some seasonal stuff. Do some holiday stuff. I don't know. Throw some fucking pumpkins in there. Y'all want pumpkins? Which one to use the werewolf? <laughs> uh, Among Us came out two years ago. Jesus. It's so weird how games, like, go viral. Yep. Yeah, it was... I think it, I think it was two years ago. It was released two years ago. And they had... People were talking about it where it's like they had, like, 30 players at most on, like, concurrent Steam charts and whatever. And now they're a few hundred thousand. Where did who's how did it get popular? I'm sure some streamer found it. Probably some like Spanish streamer or something, and then yeah, somebody random. Yeah, yeah. I I don't I haven't paid attention to like who found it, but I now see that people just can't stop playing it. Watching Sark's video earlier, it is like if you have a group of charismatic people, people who are friends or people who just click. I I imagine it could be really yeah. fun. If you have if you have a group where it would definitely be interesting to get like our group back, you, me, Tyler, Joey, Dewey. I just get pissed. I just be no, no, that's the, the whole thing. Time. Like it would all be fine, <laughs> but you would one hundred percent have a breaking can moment again. Oh yeah, and I would just be like, well, I think we should. Stop Dewey playing. would be Dewey would just constantly be like, let's vote Matt off, let's vote Matt off, let's vote Matt off. He's like, I'm gonna break him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because he just loves to push you to your limits. Um, but they're. Like that group would be good. I was so I tried to play it uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was invited into a group to play. Yeah, from our social media person. She's like, "Hey, we're playing." She obviously had ulterior motives. Well, which was to kill you. Yeah. Well, the other problem is, <laughs> uh, I would have lied the hell out of. I would have still gotten voted off, but I would have. I'm projecting myself as it would have gone south fast mm-hmm. and not good uh but in in joining the lobby that they were in it was a bunch of people i i think i only knew uh her and one other person and i want to whack my light right now so bad to kill that fly but i'm gonna break the light if i do it uh <laughs> add i swear the conversation that was happening when i joined the discord group Sounded like somebody got so pissed off in their last game that they not only had disconnected, but also left the server. And like they had just, they were gone. They were just like, yeah, done. Just rage quit. Yeah. So they, they rage quit to the extreme. So it was definitely. I don't know if I got it, but it was definitely a, a situation where I was like, I'm happy I'm not here. Because I can't tolerate playing with those people. I don't mind somebody getting mad. That's fine. But, and other than the one time I've seen you fucking fly. The only one, the only time I've seen you get that mad was that one time. Not counting like when you uh, hurt yourself in the store or anything. That was different. Like the one time I ever saw it happen over the game that somebody was purposely pushing you. And just 
shove it, you know, hitting buttons. I was like, I don't know how to bring Matt back. <laughs> so we I can mean, just you're probably going. Yeah, you're probably. I don't know if there is coming back from that. You know, you might as well just let. That's let me thing, blow like my this, top and then come down naturally. That's the other thing is there's there are some people that you know you just let them let them lose it, and then hope that they rebalance themselves into a spot. That's what I have yeah. to do with Kenny, where it's like I just let him kind mm-hmm. of rant and have his moment, and then he'll reset himself and we can go forward. Yeah, but <sighs> people so interesting, so fascinating. But it's like with that, and you've heard the the group I used to play things with. Yeah, play that game with them. You can only imagine the amount of nightmares that would probably happen. You'd have people threatening to murder their own brothers. <laughs> I will drive to your house and kill you. And it's like a game what? of Why? virtual murder leads to real, real murder, murder in the small town of <laughs> Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Details at 11. Uh, have you ever been walking around during Halloween? <laughs> this, that actually. Oh my god, we should do that. Video idea. That yeah. we're never gonna make, so it's a good video yeah, idea. Fine. What's his name from Star Trek? David Oh uh, Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Okay, yeah. So Jonathan Frakes, except that it's him asking questions ref- referencing Among Us. <laughs> have okay. you ever have you ever tried or have you ever played Simon Says while getting murdered? <laughs> Have you ever blah, blah, blah? Have you we, ever used the vents? We could probably cut something together because of all the different shit that he said. Yeah. And deep fakes and stuff. We got this. But like just all all the Jonathan Frakes things of him just referencing things. Have you ever called an emergency meeting only to be voted off yourself? <laughs> Have you ever like just, <laughs> all these Jonathan Frakes things would be great. Oh, the, I'm I'm super actually into that, but it would be so it, we don't we don't do that. That's just not us. We should, but we won't. It's the same way that I want. I want to take. Uh, I want there to be like a good spectator mode in Fall Guys, mm-hmm. so you we could MXC commentary that. Oh. <laughs> That'd be pretty because good. I think that would that would be perfect. Oh yeah, people would love that too. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I mean it's MXC, Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano, and then we just need to have a Guy. And the the captain, captain, the captain and key. Oh yes, <laughs> it would be great. I would love to do these things, but we just don't. Eh, put it on the list. <laughs> if we had if we had a list of things we said to put on the list, that wall would be full. Yeah, it would just be. Oh, let's add it to the list. Running out of space on this wall. Uh, add that to the list. Get new wall. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. It was a good... Did I, do I have the next story? You do. Shit. <laughs> that's how far... That's how long ago it's been. But yeah, it was out two years ago, and it's it's funny to see this come out. Oh, we're making a sequel. Oh, never mind. Our game now finally became this gigantic popularness. Let's just not do that. Yeah. Bold move on their part. Or safe. Safe. Safe because you... Assuming... You'd still have all the work on your sequel that you were still doing. What if they can't fix the first one? There's nothing to fix. Just add a battle pass. That's what things do now. Just add a battle pass. <laughs> all you have to do is create hats for the guys and like maybe some crazy skins so you can have like a like a, a plaid skin or something. Like mm-hmm. change some skins, put on some crazy hats. That's it. 
if you get X amount of kills as an imposter, if you correctly vote X amount of people off, like those things get you XP to go down the battle pass tiers of unlocking these things. Right. There you go. You just made the game better for them. I don't like that I can develop battle passes, Matt. That's not a good thing. This is the way. <laughs> Speaking of that, that was actually uh, what I used for all of our audio testing today. <laughs> was discussing Star Wars things. And, oh, yeah. And Mandalorian. Perfect. As I'm just talking into mics randomly, which is basically what I do now. But I was like, yeah, have you heard that so-and-so is uh, no longer wanting to be cast as blah, blah, blah? Because <laughs> I just I needed something to talk about. And I couldn't find a uh, a crepe recipe fast enough. <laughs> I think that's the joke. I'm going to get texted if it's not. Somebody was asking me to do an audio check while we were hanging out on like a call or something. Um, so I just opened up a new tab in Firefox and I clicked on the first article I saw. And I think it was about crepes and I just started reading. Nice. Number seven. Amazon has unveiled a new cloud gaming service called Luna. Luna has opened signups. Why am I doing a movie trailer? Luna has opened signups for early access to customers in the United States and is available for an introductory price of $5.99 per month during that period on PC, Mac, Fire TV, and iOS. iOS support is through the browser, not the App Store. <laughs> Tricky. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I, I wonder if that is 100% a got him. Like, hey, we saw what happened, so we can't announce this now because they just took xCloud off. Mm-hmm. Is there a way around it? Oh, we do it through the browser. They can't yell. <laughs> Genius. I, 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 now I'm actually super wondering if that's a thing. Oh, I'm sure it is. And, like, if, and if Xbox is like, what if we just do it through the fucking... What? Just you. All you have to do is put Edge on your iOS device and then boom. Interesting, interesting, interesting if true. Android availability is planned for a later date. The service provides cloud streaming for a games library that will include titles such as Control, good game, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, good game, Overcooked 2, good game, Metro Exodus, guess what I'm going to say, good game, and more. Good game. (laughs) Good games. The base subscription cost provides access to the Luna Plus channel, which will include a select number of games, including the ones I just literally fucking mentioned. (laughs) Other channels will be available later for an additional unknown charge, including an Ubisoft channel that will include games like Far Cry 6, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Immortals Phoenix Rising upon their respective launches. Streaming runs through Amazon Web Services, or AWS, and allows for resolutions of 4K and 60 frames for select titles, with play available on two devices simultaneously. Luna is playable with a keyboard and mouse, Bluetooth controllers, or a specialized Luna controller that connects directly to the cloud, which Amazon is selling for $49.99 during the early access period. Early access invitations will be sent out on a rolling basis in the near future. I have requested access because I am a curious. I figured you would, so I was like, eh, I don't have to. I, I've, <laughs> I've done this one, or I've requested this one. The next one I need to try after this one, if I get in, is xCloud. Mm-hmm. That is my next at a lull in my moment. I will try that. Yeah, you already did. You did Stadia, right? I did Stadia. Too much lag. Yeah. I was, I was playing Destiny on it. Uh, 
so it might not have been as bad if I wasn't playing a game that needed to actually have me react. I probably could have tolerated it. Yeah, but it's worth it, though. Like, if you can't, if you have to pick and choose what games you play on it, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, And then Matt says, don't read, but I do agree with this statement. So I'm going to kind of read it anyway. Go for it. It was just so I didn't forget my thoughts. Uh, The channel, air quotes, business model would make it easier to integrate other streaming services in, like with Ubisoft. Interesting that everyone copies the Xbox controller. It's not interesting. It's correct. Because it is definitively, and this is not up for discussion, the best console controller that currently exists. I find it interesting, though, because how often do companies look at an idea and say, you know what, that's a good idea, let's just use that. You want to know what nobody's going to do? Look at the PlayStation controller and think that. You're missing my point. What I'm speci- <laughs> I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think specifically a lot of it comes with the idea of like when we say it looks exactly like that. Yes, like the form factor does and whatever. But the form factor, if we're being honest, for the PlayStation controller and that still look the same. Like they still, you know, it's the, we're, nobody's pulling out an N64 with a third leg. Yeah. We're not doing that. The I, Let's think the, about this for a second. The kick in the part that's mirrored is the idea of offset analog sticks. Yes. Which PlayStation hasn't figured out is a better idea. Who's the first one to do offset analog sticks like Xbox. that? I, I, I said that very fast, and now I'm thinking. Because it was on the original Xbox's offsets. Yeah, it was on the Duke controller. Yeah. GameCube was after the original Xbox. And GameCube was offset. N64 doesn't count because it doesn't have two. And unless there's something like a Sega or, or something that I'm forgetting. I'm going st- I'm to st- I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock in. Final answer, Xbox. If this was a uh, Family Feud episode. Or no. Where do you final answer? It's not Family Feud. Who wants to be a millionaire? Was it, What was for? The Xbox came out before the GameCube. I'm pretty sure, yeah, the original one did. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I, w- I would say, I, unless I'm wrong. I think that might be the Duke then. It might be the Xbox. Yeah, which the Duke has its own problems. <laughs> it has, yeah, but it's first. It's, it is first. It is first, but it also has the innovation as one of the largest controllers I've ever seen. Yeah. Not counting the one from the game that I can't remember, but it was specific to the game, not the console. That was basically a war table. Mm-hmm. I, it was an old army game that came no, with like a almost keyboard length controller. Can't remember the name of it. I don't know, but uh, we're going to go with the Xbox controller on this one. You're welcome. I'm right. The the channel thing is correct. The channel thing is awesome if this works. I think channels makes a lot of sense. Uh, here's where the problem starts to become. How many cable packages do I need to play games? Joke. That's the joke. Yep, that's the joke. And but if you can easily subscribe and unsubscribe from all of them, who gives a shit? Yeah. That's what we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. The other thing is if other services will sign on other than like Ubisoft. Uh, I. So it's kind of weird I because now it allows like publishers to have channels. Yes. And then like that kind of makes it, it could make it weird. It has the potential to make it weird for something like Game Pass or whatever, where a publisher Microsoft's like, hey, we want to put your games on Game Pass. And the publisher's like, yeah, but I could go over to Amazon and have my own channel and get the money more direct and just give Amazon their cut, which I don't know, whatever their cut is. No idea. If they're even taking a cut, who knows? I could see them just do both and then say, I'm going to do both unless you pay me for exclusivity. Mm, That's a good one. And then you get to leverage between everybody and make them pay for you. Yeah. Or, or you get to be on both, which would be the best of both worlds, I think, for you. Even if you got paid for exclusivity, what does it really hurt you to be on both? Yeah. No, it doesn't. The cool thing with the Ubisoft one, or at least it's the one that I saw it mentioned on, is if when you get that one, it includes the legendary, quote, versions of the games. So okay. it's, the, it's the up like the instead of the $70 version well Ubisoft's going to be 60 this time but instead of the $60 version it's like the $80 version so is if you get Ubisoft's Uplay Uplay Plus or whatever yeah it doesn't give you the I think it does okay but it's I think it's just the idea of them mirroring them together type of thing yeah here's here's what I was gonna say and I first off THQ Nordic is 100% getting a channel I think we can write that in stone with my own guessing. Okay. Why not, right? Well, yeah, well, exactly. Why not? THQ Nordic has 83 games coming out. Jesus. Or whatever it was, that stupid number, what we talked about it before. 
They've dropped a few of them. Kingdoms of Avalar was them. Bikini Bottom was them. Uh, they got a few more on the way. But THQ Nordic exists. Why not have a channel with all of these games on it? Makes sense. Uh, I would have said Bethesda because they can can their launcher at this point. But they're going to can their launcher because they are going to be on the Xbox launcher, so they don't need it anymore. <laughs> Thank God. I, One good thing. Here's here's the bonus. Yeah, and spoiler alert. Let's talk about that in a minute. Uh, here's probably my favorite thing to come of all these acquisitions that have started happening and all this integration is I can start getting rid of all these fucking launchers, which isn't a problem on console, but on PC. Oh, you want the Bethesda launcher? Oh, also Rockstar can 100% have an Amazon channel. I think that would be massive. That would be Rockstar and Amazon, like the old joke of like dick dropping on a table and just like, here we are. That's a massive move. They're like GTA six is available day and day in the cloud. Boom right there. Because you know, it's going to be over hundred gigs. Nobody wants to download that. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Also their speeds have to be correct. That's another thing. Different thing. Anyway, the idea of all these acquisitions, the Bethesda.net launcher was really not that good. No. So it can go away and we can all use Xbox. There we go. Yeah. EA Play has gone through their getting rid of Origin to re-up their uh, launcher mm-hmm. while also simultaneously saying we're now part of Game Pass for the lower version or for the lower version of EA excuse me, EA Play. But there it is. So you don't need that one anymore either. Rockstar has its launcher. But now if we get rid of that by putting it in somewhere else, there's a lot of potential for just let's strip away all these launchers that don't need to be here anymore. Because everybody wanted to, before it was everybody wants to make their own launcher. You'll have Steam, you'll have Xbox for Game Pass. And you'll have Epic. And Epic. That was my last one. <laughs> the only other one for sure is I'll have uh, Battle.net for Activision Blizzard. Because I don't think they're getting bought by anybody anytime soon. I don't know anything anymore. What, when, if, they as far as, by, what if they get bought by Dreamhaven? Like, Big. I was... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Nothing's off the table now. It's like Activision Blizzard. I could see... I could. Uh, ooh, it would be really Rockstar. It would be really interesting and actually kind of funny. But I could see uh, WB Games getting an Amazon channel. Would be very funny. With everything that's gone on. And AT&T and Amazon are not exactly like buddy-buddy. Yeah. But it could work. Another, no, it could another, work, but at and the assholes who'd be like, we could make our own streaming service. Right. You know? They would be the ones to ruin it for everybody else. But it is a 100% a potential when it's like, you have games coming out. Do it. Yeah. Put your collection of all the other WB games in there. Throw Harry Potter in there. Whole, whole thing. Either way, I'm intrigued. We've known that Amazon has wanted to enter the space. We always wondered what it would be. And then they yeah. attempted to make games. That clearly didn't go well. So <laughs> we've pivoted. It'll be curious because it, it'll be a good barometer of how how realistic cloud gaming is. Because We officially have the three giants. Yeah. Amazon Web Services is the largest, I'm pretty sure. I'm, it's bigger than Google. As far it's, as their web services. In terms of web services, it is very close to the biggest out of the... Or it is very close to the biggest out of the three with Google and Azure being right behind it. But it is... I don't think it's the biggest of everything. 
I believe there is uh I think it starts with a C and I can't remember it. That when it went down. Oh god, I can't remember the name of it now. Ugh! But they had a problem at their level. Mm-hmm. And it took down like half the internet. Oh, nice. I can't remember who it was. I thought I thought Amazon Web Services were the biggest, but it could be they could be just the biggest in the US. They might be the biggest in the US. It's something I thought with a C. Something Forge, something <clears throat> I can't remember it now. I've seen it a bunch of times, but it was it killed all of Discord because that's where all their servers were. Oh yeah, I remember that. And there was and it, it murdered a bunch of other sites as well. Mm-hmm. Because everything was tied back into them and they had an actual problem at their end and they couldn't do anything. Yeah. So they might be winning it, but yeah, AWS is massive for all of the reasons it is. And that's what Google and Microsoft have been vying to get into their realm of, of web services and, and cloud uh, providing. Mm-hmm. But it would be, the, these are the three big players when people thought, what is cloud gaming going to do? And Google went first, then Microsoft is now gone. And now Amazon is going. Yeah, which is the three Goliaths in the ring, and I'm curious if one manages to kill another, or if they just have the weirdest fight we're gonna ever watch. Yeah, where one just gets eventually bigger, and then we have a David versus Goliath situation because one got so small <laughs> that it has to start slinging pebbles. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I think uh, Microsoft and Amazon uh, have a better chance of being successful than Google does does. But that's just my opinion. I think the So here's here's a thought I had but not a I thought it was a unique thought. Mhm. Turns out it wasn't because about 30 minutes after I thought it I saw uh our friend Lawrence tweet out the idea and I was like, "Well, shit, never mind." Yeah. But Amazon owns Twitch. So, in theory, and I don't know that they're going to implement this, but it could be possible that they would. In theory, a Twitch streamer would no longer need to play the game locally. Instead, put all of the game resources on Amazon side and just stream straight off of Amazon servers anyway. So, you don't have to put, you're not streaming the game to your computer to then restream it back out. You're just dropping an overlay on a window that's existing on Amazon servers and streaming it straight to them, reducing mm-hmm. the latency around everything. Yeah. And allowing you could have they've already got certain APIs and stuff to interact with, like polls and chats and stuff like that. Yeah. All of that could be removed and streamlined straight into AWS and do it that way. So yeah. there's that type of potential, which I think is pretty big. Of not getting necessarily to the the faster than light protocol, but removing potentially removing versions of a barrier to entry. Like, hey, you don't need a giant boosted computer; you just need an internet speed good enough to handle your webcam, because Amazon's leveraging it all on the back end anyway, because they're serving it to the other people. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm taking that idea and running in a completely different op running simulations. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Cause I was thinking like, Oh, that'd be interesting. If, if you know, 
if latency is okay, how is that applicable to VR? Like that kind of has implications for VR and like the wireless VR headsets and stuff. Yeah. So I was just kind of like running in that direction with it being like, oh, that could change a lot. It's one of those where it's like that, that definitely has potential and it's an interesting I thing to think about. Will they do? Mm-hmm. If the technology is there for it to yeah, if they can be as quick as it needs to be. If it's good enough or if like you have to meet certain minimum requirements to leverage it type of thing where it's like, if you don't have these speeds, we can't do this because it's not going to work for you type yada yada. You're getting hosed this uh, this doc. I'm not. Listen, I'm here to enjoy your company. Bold statement. Uh, number eight. Matt has taken half of his jacket off, by the way. <laughs> I'm wearing it like a fucking cape. Yeah. Uh, I keep waiting for you to just start giving me a Homelander speech. <laughs> I will laser your fucking eyes off. I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm very sad. Well, the laser that part is off is when is that's from season one. When they're in the plane. Oh, yeah. When him and Maeve are in the plane. I keep seeing like the YouTube thumbnails of, of it. Like, you know. I'm about three episodes behind, I think. So. Okay. I watched the the first three. It's It's the boys. Oh, yeah. I'm three episodes into uh, Long Way Up. Huh. Electric electric bikes? Yep. Yeah. Guess how that's going. That's the Apple TV one, right? Yes. Uh, Which I'm going to guess it's going mediocre. It's going pretty bad. Okay. All right. Well, you know? when you said guess, I was like, I don't Are know they... if he would actually say it's bad. So I'll say oh, no. The show is good. Oh, you watch them, them, the actual, them trying to travel up South America on electric motorcycles. It's going terribly. Okay. Got it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say, I guess terrible is is too strong of a descriptor. Not ideal. You know, the bikes have like, it's winter down there. Batteries, extreme temperatures. Yeah. They're getting, you know, like 130 mile range at best. So, anyways, more important things. Is it? Uh, Microsoft (laughs) revealed that it now has 15 million Xbox Game Pass subscribers. That's up 50% from the 10 million the company previously disclosed in April. April. What? So... Thank you, or you're welcome, I guess is what we should say, Microsoft. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my check in the mail. Clearly, what's our difference? Five million? Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, five million people listen to this podcast, and so I will take one dollar for each of them. <laughs> I would only take a humble 20% of their potential initial sign-up, or 100% if they got it for a dollar. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, You know what? I'll take... 50 cents on the dollar. I'll take 20 cents on the dollar. <laughs> that's uh, that's some big gains. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> it is... It's some big gains, and that's... Because they say since April, right? Yeah. So in April, they said they had 10 million. Yeah. But is that so? This this is the thing I want now. I want the chart from April till now. The is it the an exponential? Curve? You know, do we hit a point where you're like, okay, we've gained like five hundred thousand people, kind of. Oh, we've gained another two hundred thousand, and you're just kind of at this nice gradual incline. 
And then did something flip where you just see it start climbing like a roller coaster? Just, woo, okay, all right, here we go. And oh, now we're five million more. Yeah. I feel like they got a big chunk when Grounded came out because I feel like that was kind of one of those moments where like people were like, oh, that game looks interesting. And then they were like, oh, wait, I can play it for a dollar. I think that I feel like that was one of those moments because it seemed like um, when there was a lot of conversation going on around about Game Pass, people were just getting into or when there was a lot of conversations about Grounded, there was a lot of people who were also talking about Game Pass and be like, oh, this, you know. Yeah, because it was dropped and still is on Game mm-hmm. Pass, you know, that two days after they announced it or whatever. Yeah. There it is, though. Game Pass. Um, there was something I wanted to say about Game Pass, but I can't remember what it was, and I think it's relevant that to is the Series X. So greatest deal in gaming? It is. It is. And apparently, this is kind of... Well, let's jump in the gun. I'll wait. So it's more of a pre-order conversation. Oh, is this what you meant when you said I was getting screwed? Is that I have big stories? Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. give a shit about that. I got uh, that. I got the itty bitty ones. It's like I've, a fucking sentence. I've flubbed once. Am I gonna hit this again? Oh god. Oh god. Why do I have that? Why is that even in here? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Reading forward. Number nine. Microsoft has announced the surprise acquisition of ZeniMax Media, the parent company of Bethesda Softworks. The deal cost seven point five billion dollars and expands the number of development studios Microsoft owns from fifteen to twenty three. Uh, just for frame of reference, Star Wars: The entire inclusion of LucasArts was bought for four billion, four point five billion. All right, don't sell it short. Oh, you're right. Sorry, it was that three, includes Indiana Jones as it was, well. It was exactly three billion less. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. They've done great with that too. I mean, going by what they did with Star Wars, probably a good thing that they haven't touched it. Yeah, but either way, so it is at, at that time. I don't know if there's a a true dollar valuation of that short of a time frame, but three million more than what Star Wars was considered, and sorry, what Lucasfilm was considered. Among Bethesda's internal development teams were Bethesda Game Studios, which is responsible for Elder Scrolls and Fallout, as well as Doom developer id Software, uh, Dishonored creator Arcane, Wolfenstein dev Machine Games, the Evil Within team Tango Gameworks, Zenimax Online Studios, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. That's kind of crazy. A lot of studios. A lot of good studios. A lot of studios. Oof. I don't have a, I don't have any problem with any of them. Oof. It's great. Arcane has its moments. Machine Games has their moments. I don't know enough about Tango other than Evil Within. Specifically the last four. I know nothing about the last four. Tango Gameworks, Zenimax Online Studios, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse. Uh, Zenimax Online does Elder Scrolls Online. Makes sense. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Other IP now under Microsoft's ownership includes Prey, Rage, and upcoming new properties such as Deathloop. Funny story about that. And Starfield. Uh, Microsoft has said that all future releases from ZeniMax Media will be coming to Game Pass at launch. Phil Spencer has also said that Xbox would honor the exclusivity co- commitments for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo for PS5, which is to say <laughs> that Microsoft now owns a studio that is exclusively publishing two games for PlayStation 5. The world we live in. If that isn't pissing in PlayStation's Wheaties, 
I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he went on to say that future Bethesda titles would release on Xbox, PC, and, quote, other consoles on a case-by-case basis, end quote. Uh, following the news of the deal, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said that Microsoft is open to more games acquisitions. Give us your games. You don't need to wear those glasses, but give us our games. So, when, who's next? When W and AT&T said, yeah, we're not going to sell WB, Microsoft went, Bethesda? <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Nothing? Cool. We'll take it. I mean, it makes sense. Fallout 76 bombed. Doom Eternal didn't do what they wanted it to. Wolfenstein uh, uh, Sisters didn't do what they wanted it to. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Didn't do what they wanted it to. Um, Elder Scrolls is being put on toasters. Uh what was the other game? I forget. I love the meme joke online. That's like, you didn't think Ty Howard could sell Skyrim <laughs> to anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also that. And it's, it's also the joke that uh, Microsoft bought it just so Todd Howard would stop trying to put it on every single device. Uh, uh did I forget something? Arcane. Dishonored 2 didn't do as well as they thought it did. I think, or wanted it to. Uh, so yeah, it is, for a few that have not met their expectations, it makes it makes sense from that purchase from from Zenimax to sell makes that sense of like we're not doing what we wanted. Cool, let's just go there. It'll be uh, we'll be we'll be safe. We're underneath the umbrella of Big Brother Microsoft, <laughs> who honestly at this point I want the picture. Oh, actually, that might be terrible. Isn't there a picture of? Chairman Mao, this is a really bad, really bad reference, but isn't there a picture of like Chairman Mao uh, with like, you know, the rising sun and everything behind him? We're not rising sun, but like that whole thing. And he's got in front of him like a bunch of workers. Or am I just thinking of horrible, just normal propaganda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that exact <laughs> picture, except it's Phil Spencer and all the studios now that he's bought. <laughs> This one would be better, but yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Either way, it's basically that. Uh, and it's it's a good move. I I love it because, well, one, I'm going back to I don't need the Bethesda launcher at all. Not that you needed it for anyway, because you could do it with other games. But the Game Pass thing for Bethesda games, that's bigger than EA. Yeah, that's, that's huge, massive. And even the implications that they could make Bethesda games exclusive. E- either way they so, go, so either like that... if they if they go exclusive and make them on Game Pass only or whatever, huge blow to PlayStation. If they are selling the games on PlayStation, it's a win win for them. They they're getting money either way. Yeah, there was a talk that Bethesda themselves are still going to self publish. Yeah, they so... they are. But that means Bethesda themselves, which is Elder Scrolls and Fallout, and I think Starfield. Because that's the Bethesda game studios. But stuff like uh, Dishonored and Arcane and all those guys fall to 
Microsoft, I guess, or whoever. But on a case by case basis, I could see them. I could see them timed exclusivity, timed exclusives a lot. Like, hey, this is available on Xbox and Game Pass and Game Pass for PC now with being released on other things in six months type of thing. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Um, But can you imagine? Just think for a minute. Elder Scrolls 6. Or I guess Starfield comes out before Elder Scrolls 6. Let's say Starfield. Screw it. Both of them. Both of them are going to be... If the hype is real, both of them are big titles. So, both these games drop on Game Pass day and date. You wanted to play them immediately. So, you signed up for the Game Pass Ultimate, which got you xCloud. You are now playing Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6 on xCloud. On your cell phone at work. On your cell phone at work while the game is downloading at home. Because you could... You had your machine on, so you hit download, and it started downloading to your desktop at home or your Xbox at home, and you are currently starting your save while you're on lunch at work in xCloud. You need to stop. I can only get so erect. Game Pass <laughs> is only getting better. They're at the tippity top of the mountain, Matt. Oof, we're good. It's good. But we know that they're only really halfway up. It's good fusion. I like that. They're about to be the two-time. <laughs> back-to-back winners of e3 2019 and 2020 <laughs> uh what i like is the uh i we talked about it in the our little snapchat group there i made i immediately made the um the implications that uh now you could get an, uh, an obsidian fallout game theoretically yes theoretically theoretically is a good way to put that because obsidian just announced eight new games yes so i don't think that's yes. happening anytime soon no or however many it was. It was a lot. It was a lot of new games randomly. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with that, though, if that would leave Bethesda to make the fucking Elder Scrolls game that they've been putting off forever. And maybe we'll get a new engine. Maybe they got new engine money now. Well, here's here's <laughs> here's the one thing we could all hope. Is that Phil and Todd got in a room. And Phil went, why do you still use the creation engine? And he went, I don't know. And Phil went, exactly. Please find something else. <laughs> <laughs> find something else or I'm taking your oil fields away. Hooey! Got my oil fields! <laughs> Crazy oil tycoon Todd Howard! Uh, he'll never get old. Um, <laughs> never will. And it's not even my joke. That's the best part about it. I know. <laughs> Still uh, love it. James. Uh, following a teaser from the Xbox Game Pass team, Microsoft has announced that Doom Eternal is heading to the game's the company's gaming subscription service. The 2020 sequel to the 2016 reboot will arrive on Xbox Game Pass for consoles on October 1st and will launch on Game Pass for PC later this year. So it begins. We're in the end. <laughs> it has begun. It is uh, also, fun fact, if you haven't played Doom Eternal... Guess what I'm about to say. If this is your first time signing up for Game Pass, one dollar, <laughs> one dollar for a month, and you, get, and you get to play the 2020 title Doom Eternal 
which is a good game. For $1. Oh, but I've signed up before, so I probably don't have access to that $1 promo, Nate. Oh, I hear you, little bird. I hear you. But guess what? $10, and you can play it. Still a good deal. Yeah, because guess what it normally costs? 60 And you got a whole slew. So a pile, even, even a if plethora, you a cornucopia even if you don't, of games. Even if you don't like Doom Eternal and you only wanted to subscribe for the one month to play that one game, you have other gourds in this cornucopia of our fall season. Our themed episode, Cornucopias, will rule us all. You have a plethora of gourds, or even necessarily a plethora of other cornucopias, to pick games to potentially play for that month, so that way it is not $10 wasted. $10 in this sense can never be wasted when you are then given access to over 100 video games. Something has got to pique your interest. And if for it doesn't, $10. And if it doesn't for $10, if you're not convinced for $10, you text me personally, oh, because I will feel attacked. And I will call you a liar to your face. And you should have already gotten this damn deal because it is too good. It's too good to be true. But it is true. For instance, I was looking at getting a fitness band the other day, Matt. Don't know why I do that. Don't know either. But I wanted something to monitor like sleep and stuff. So a very simple band. Don't yeah. need no $300 iWatch. Not even the name of them. <laughs> The Chinese knockoff. <laughs> Realized at the moment I said it was like they didn't name it the iWatch, but wouldn't have been surprised if they did because Apple's a real inventive with the fucking things they name. Ooh, look, the iToaster. So oh, that goes back to the whole Iraq. I don't know. You remember that skit? <laughs> I was just so going to say the Iraq. Yeah, the Mad TV Iraq <laughs> skit. Uh, <laughs> quit throwing things into the Iraq. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was just looking for you know a cheap, simple one. I managed to find one for like 25 bucks I'm going to order. But before that, there was one called, I think it was Whoop. Now, I've heard of it. It's like a little little band. It doesn't even have a screen on it because it just is there to track everything and send it all to your phone. Mm-hmm. $30 is what the band costs, Matt. But here's what they don't tell you. They're, well, they tell you immediately when you order it, but that doesn't fit my narrative. So... <laughs> When you, If you were to sign up, if you were to buy it, right, you buy that. Then you sign up for a $30 a month subscription fee to access all the tracking and stuff. And you cannot use it without that subscription. That's a ripoff. So, do you want to get in shape for $30 a month? Or do you want to have access to a giant library of games for one-third the cost? For that, you could get uh, the Series S. And Game Pass Ultimate for $25 a month. What are we talking about? (laughs) It's great deals. Planet Fitness, and they're like, oh, it's $10 a month, and they push that to you every January because everybody's New Year thing is to get in shape. Fuck them. Take that that $10, give it to Microsoft, and keep your fat ass on the couch and play. (laughs) You could play from the toilet on your tablet. You can play, you can drive to Planet Fitness, then on your phone, play xCloud, and be like, I went to the gym. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect scenario. You're welcome. I couldn't think fast enough of a a 
exercise game on xCloud fast enough to say sit on your ass and play that instead. Sit on your ass and play FIFA and Madden. Because EA Play will be in there. Farming and Bethesda Simulator. games will be in there. You can play Farming Simulator. You can train yourself to start competing in next year's Farming Simulator World Championships. What a world we live in. All these things exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These aren't jokes anymore. I'm just stating things that you would have to read The Onion and go, wait, is that true? Local farmer fails at winning Farming Simulator Championship because control's too hard. Like, (laughs) there's your story. Local Farming Simulator confused when drones keep flying over his his, his fields to measure how many rows he has of corn. I don't know. You're next. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> See, the other problem is that I talk so much after you say something that I feel like I read it. <laughs> uh, number 11. I suppose that we can talk about the console pre-orders. Now, uh, this is a trigger warning for anybody. This is a yeah. micro microaggression warning. I know it's been a few years since we've had to do those, but here we go. Microaggression warning. If you didn't get a pre-order like Matt didn't, you might hear angry baby screaming noises and i can hear the steam coming out of your ears like a train pulling out of the station or arriving don't know which time they do steam nobody (laughs) does steam anymore at all but you know what i mean so Uh, just just warning sony has assured retailers and prospective playstation 5 owners that more stock is on the way following confusion over early pre-orders Orders for the upcoming console were due to open last Thursday, but on Wednesday, several big retailers in the U.S. and U.K. said, fuck it, and began taking (laughs) pre-orders, with many selling out their initial allocation, or in Amazon's case, overselling their allocation. For both, apparently. Uh, Microsoft's pre-order launch went a fair bit smoother, but was now without complication. Was not without. Sorry, that's... Typo. All right. It was not without complication. It seems their console naming scheme has a few people confused. Is anybody surprised? <laughs> Have you not listened to this podcast for the last three weeks? Where we just at this point just say Xbox. Bleh? Despite it being pre-ordered. Sorry. Despite it being pre-order day for the Series X. The Xbox One X had a banner day on Amazon as well. At one point, up 747% on Amazon's Movers and Shakers sale chart. It sold so much on pre-order day that you know there are some soccer moms and dads that are trying to get their Christmas gift for their kid that typed in Xbox X. The One X popped, and they went, buy. I can't believe it was so easy because it's in stock. And are going to disappoint the shit out of their children's on Christmas. I actually can't wait to see all of those videos. Uh it just it kind of makes me as as sick as it is, it makes me feel better because it's like, okay, it's confirmation that the naming scheme is in fact dumb. Oh, I mean I don't think there was ever need. To confirm that the naming scheme was done. I don't think I needed external validation to realize that the naming scheme that we both think is dumb is dumb. (laughs) It's pretty stupid. 
and you only made it worse as time went on. It was bad enough when you were like Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X. Okay, we need to stop. That was where you drew. You should have drawn the line. And instead, you went. What if we changed Xbox? In no, no, not one. No, 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 no. Series. And you're like, uh, what? And we're gonna make it an X still. And you're like, oh. <laughs> you could have made it any other letter. You could have made it another letter, and it wouldn't be as confusing. Xbox Series W. No one's confused anymore. Still a dumb name, but no one's confused. still a dumb name, but nobody's confused. <laughs> Xbox Series Tokyo Drift. <laughs> There's options. And it's just not... Neither one of them. You don't confuse Tokyo Drift with a, a 1X. It's a fair point. How they do in Tokyo? Yeah, nobody... You know, nobody's going to say that. So, when this happened, <clears throat> and I saw the stuff coming out about... <laughs> Like the screenshots of the One X being up seven hundred and some odd percent, I I just had a shit eating like smiling grin on my face. So it didn't make me feel better. It made me realize I don't know if I'm a shit human in some ways. <laughs> where I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> validation from stupid people. <laughs> yeah. They all bought the wrong thing. <laughs> Microsoft's perfect. gonna have a PR nightmare. Perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, so I tried to get an Xbox from GameStop, failed miserably, tried what? for a couple hours. Try that again? Uh, PlayStation. That was my, my pre-order experience. Nate got one fairly easily. Do we... Pain, painlessly, actually. Do we got apparently seven. Yeah. <laughs> he has seven <laughs> charges. Uh, were the other two charges headsets? I don't know. They were $100. $108 $108 after dollars which is a $99 purchase. Yeah, headset. But it's the only thing I can think is the headset's ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Probably because I know he was looking at a headset a while ago, and we maybe. kept coming back to the, the PlayStation ones, the so. PlayStation Gold. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what he did. He bought two headsets and seven PlayStations. Do we out here just making the money? <laughs> Relax, trying to flex on us. I'm going to have my one, and it's going to be all. It's the old. Uh, not that you know this reference is SpongeBob reference. Where uh, Spongebob is fighting King Poseidon in an arena about patty making. <clears throat> and Poseidon just goes insane and mad, you know, magically makes an entire pyramid of patties. The entire time he's doing that, Spongebob is making one nice patty. One perfect patty. So I'll have my one set up downstairs of just daintily assigned. And then Dewey will set us a snap. And he'll have seven arranged in like a letter or something. They'll be in a big D on his wall. I was thinking he would probably do them in the orientation of a penis. Ooh, that's true. He could do one, one, and then five. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would just put, I could see him easily writing two scale. <laughs> uh, Dewey, if you're listening to this week, bud, you got options. <laughs> Seven PS5s. Obviously, we don't think he actually got seven. We know he got one because PlayStation limits you to buying one. But he did send us uh, a bank credit card statement where it showed pending seven PS5 transactions. (laughs) Classic. Hopefully, those don't all go through. Hopefully not. I mean, if two go through, I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, if two (laughs) go through, you win. That's a great time. I've. Yeah. Yeah. You win. Uh, Yeah. Moving on. 
the main I have now I have that that one part of Tokyo Drift stuck in my head. How they doing, Tokyo? Yeah, the whole thing. Arguably, okay. No, we won't get into it. What? No, we won't do it. You want to discuss Tokyo Drift? Yes, because Tokyo Drift, I think, arguably has the best cars in it. Uh, I'm going to make a mental note that we need to have a Fast and Furious uh, car recap after this podcast. Just what's featured in the movies, because I'm forgetting now, but I feel like I want to disagree with you. You would, because we have different tastes in cars. I know we have different tastes in cars, but I feel like I just would disagree with you anyway. On principle. <laughs> As we do. Okay. I also might be convinced the other way, though. It might be true. I just, I have a, I forget what cars they are because the movie's so bad. Mm-hmm. And I can't see not Paul Walker every time I think of that movie. Not the franchise. I mean, was it his brother or whoever the hell that is in Tokyo Drift? Tokyo Drift's the, like, southern dude. Yeah, whatever his name is. I, I can't not see him. And every time I see him, it just hurts me. That movie sucks. It does, but... The setting's the best. Cars are the best. Uh, listen, after you drift one parking garage... You've drifted them all. Right. You know? I don't need to see you drift the whole thing multiple times. <laughs> Get street races. <laughs> yeah. Let's at least uh, mix up the course a little bit. <laughs> Shoot somebody. <laughs> I mean, at one point they do, I guess, so fair enough. Number 12. The main quest line of Cyberpunk 2077 will be shorter than The Witcher 3, according to CD Projekt Red, due to player complaints about the time needed to finish the story in The Witcher 3. Uh, Patrick Mills, senior quest designer, said, quote, Looking at the metrics, you see tremendous numbers of people played through the game really far, but never made it to the end. We want you to see the full story, so we did shorten the main story. That's because they started playing Gwent. It's not because it was too long. It's because Geralt murdered somebody's son and then went, hey, you want to play Gwent? The, um, they talk about it a little bit. So they did, they shortened the main story compared to The Witcher 3, but there's more side shit. Bingo, bango, fucking bongo. We, t- <laughs> we just shifted. If it was a sliding scale of main story and side stuff, we just moved it a little bit more to the side stuff. Yeah, basically, that's what they say. So they still said, I think they gave a very specific estimate for if you if you do a completionist run, it's still going to be something like 179 hours. I imagine that tester. Yeah. Hey, how many uh, did you finish that completionist run this week? Yeah, it's uh, it's 179 hours. Really? Oh, that's better than your 185 time from last week. <laughs> we week? What day is it? <laughs> they just have one guy locked in a hyperbolic chamber playing Cyberpunk in full completionist modes to see how long it takes. Uh, I'm I'm still pumped. Yeah, for sure. Ready to go. Pumped and ready to go. It's going to be me doing a whole lot of hoopla. It's coming up on us quick. Yeah, November whatever. What's out in... Some big's out, out in October. Is it Call of Duty? Uh, no. It's called Shadowlands, Matthew. So go All fuck right. yourself. <laughs> also, I yes, Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure it's out in October. Not that I care about either of those things. Call of Duty is normally the last... It's either going to be the last weekend or the weekend is before. Is Watch Dogs out in October? Probably. Assassin's Creed might be too. I think Assassin's Creed is actually November, but... Watch Dogs, I think, is supposed to be October. 
but Watch Dogs is on my hold list right now. So mm-hmm. Watch Dogs on my hold list. Uh, Assassin's Creed's on my hold list because I have good news, man. When October twenty seventh hits, specifically the twenty sixth, I guess going into the twenty seventh, I will have taken my talents to the Shadowlands, and I will have become. Jesus Christ. I will have started my fight against the Jailer and to liberate the people probably of Bastion first, I think. There was a guy, there was a little bit of a guide put out earlier this week about how you should go through certain zones. But either way. Already? Just, like, not a, not a full, like, guide hmm. by guide, but like, hey, you should do this zone first, then this zone, then this zone. Because the things they don't tell you are at the end of this zone in order to finish it is a quest that you need to do at you don't get into level 56 type of thing. Uh, so like, don't bother going here first and then have to come back. Just do other things first and then come back. Which I was like, perfect. That makes a lot of sense because if I did that and I wasn't 56, I would be pissed. Yeah. Uh, then, which they also could easily just probably potentially just strip those requirements out before the game. They still have a month to go. So maybe that won't be true at launch, but at the moment, either way. I'll be doing that. Then I'll max out my character by the end of the week and start doing endgame stuff. Then two to three weeks after is Cyberpunk. So I will be having my giant robot penis with a nice voluptuous ass. Maybe we should do a Cyberpunk night like we did with Fallout. Ooh, that would be interesting because there is a lot of choice. There is a lot of choice. Fuck, we could just character start, creation, the, character start creation the game alone. Like, like right in totally different places. Yeah, I mean, character creation alone could take three hours to get through. Yeah. You'll be done in like five minutes. I'll be like six hours deep. Well, you'll be looking at all the different penis options. And we'll be there for a while. Be like, okay. what if we did... What if it angles to Maybe the Maybe I'm on play as a chick. Ooh, interesting. A lot of different... <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that. Uh... I don't remember what they said you could do for a chick. The whole penis thing was always the joke, but yeah, they, they said something specifically about female character creation, yeah, whatever. Giant tits, I guess. Probably, yeah, you would assume that would be... Or a, none at all. Yeah, maybe. Hey, each their own. Maybe I'll be like a Barbie doll or a Ken doll. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Came across a Ken doll in Wasteland 3 called Ken doll because the guy oh, chopped yeah. his dick off. Mm-hmm. Smooth undercarriage, they call it. The uh, So yeah, Cyberpunk will happen. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk night sounds good. I can request a day off, the next day off, or that both days off, because I have time I need to burn. So we can definitely do that. Then, the 21st, maybe, of November, is FM 2021. Uh-oh. And here we go. Time to lead the team to glory! It's amazing, like, that you could be hyped about it year after year. Listen, I don't want to be, but I do. (laughs) I have my own demons, Matt, and FM is one of them, all right? I let it succumb me every year, and every year I go... It's like an addiction. It is. It is. It's not good. You know what? It's not... It's an it's an addiction. It's not quite unhealthy yet, so... But it's one that I've mitigated. I haven't, like, stopped this podcast because I need to go win an FA cup with Coventry. Yeah. That hasn't happened. It won't happen because I don't, I can't play the game by myself. I have found that. <laughs> out. I need to have 
another person where we're talking and doing things. Or yeah. Whatever. I can't play. I've tried to play it by myself. I don't make it that far before I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit about this. I'm going to go do something else. Anyway, I digress. So that starts. And then those three things will last me December for the most part. Mm-hmm. December 1st, Empire of Sin comes out. So that'll last me more. And then we hit Christmas break, and that's when shit hits the fan for me. Yeah. You'll have your Watchdogs and your Assassin's Creeds. And my PlayStation. Yeah. Rub it in. Fucking rub it in. <laughs> I what are you going to have to play on it? Nothing. Maybe maybe Assassin's Creed. Maybe Watchdogs. We'll see how the whole like PS4 on PS5 thing works. Maybe I'll have the show. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're next, by the way. Guess is as good as mine. <laughs> And now I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you when I get it. I'm going to take a shit on it. Just for saying that, I'm probably going to get my order canceled. <laughs> oh, coming broken or something. Oh, God, don't nah, even. You... It'll be fine. Don't curse me like that. I'm going to come to your house and break it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll install a camera outside my, like, that looks like a box. All right. I got to go. I got to go to Nate's Shut house. up and fucking elbow drop yeah, it. And I'm, at, I'm at work and you just... <laughs> Broke it. All right, cool. Run away. <laughs> Run away. Number 13. No no Man's Sky is still getting... What? It's 2020. And they're we had making, Left 4 Dead 2 updates. It's 2020. We have a Left 4 Dead 2 update. We have a No Man's Sky update. The No Man's Sky studio, Hello Games, already announced, released another game this year and then started talking about a bigger game <laughs> right after. They're talking shit already. <laughs> but here we go. No Man's Sky is still getting updates. This one is called Origins. Here's how Sean Murray describes it. Oh, no. <laughs> we have increased the diversity and variation. I'm oh, sorry. Should I do this more like Sean Murray? I'm not going to. We have increased the diversity and variation that you see. Hopefully doubled it. That's the math of it. But hopefully that's how it feels. So there's a lot of new sites to see, more flora and fauna. And hopefully exploring planets should feel there should be really fresh and new again. But we've also done things that we were never able to do before on a technical level. Mountains can be multiple kilometers tall. Oceans can be deeper. Caves can be deeper. Chasms can be wider. We've added weather systems like lightning and meteor storms and lava and volcanoes. We've tried to make it a more interesting place to explore and hopefully impacted the gameplay as well. Those things change how you play the game. Okay, so basically... Sean Murray said there's more of more things. So basically what we saw originally, it's finally hit like 2015. Peak, yeah, peak 2015 E3 or whatever the fuck we saw it at. Uh, 15, I think. I, it, <laughs> I'm curious. I'll probably check it out like I always do for the updates. Yeah, I, I appreciate that you do that because it lets me know if it's worth wasting my time on. It's. It was fun when we played it for a bit, but it does still suffer from that issue of like, what do you do? Yeah. Well, it was it was fun when we played it for a bit, uh, except within that week, you had gone, I've turned this planet into a battery. Okay. And I was like, I, <laughs> sure. Yep. He's got a <laughs> planet. Money. A, he's got a planet that's a battery. Just spits money. Sure. Uh-huh. I'm still looking for a hyperdrive. Let me just fly around. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> that was me. All right. Last and least. Uh, the Game Awards, an annual award show hosted by Jeff Keighley, is returning December 10th. 
More details on that. Jeff to come. The man, Keely. Yeah, apparently it's going to be... Jeff's out here leaking the Xbox One power cord. I don't know if anybody's seen that. <laughs> no. What the fuck? <laughs> he's so oh. ridiculous. Um, he is, but he's a national treasure in the games industry. True. Multiple cities, multiple streams, no crowds, obviously. No... Uh, no. Game yeah. Awards is always a weird one anyway, because the... the place they were always seemed to be at like 40 percent capacity yeah it was like it was almost all stage yeah and i hope that if they by doing it that way maybe they can up production like production's been good keely's done a great job of since he's started the game awards but let's do more yeah let's i feel not, like he gets a little the chic robot yeah he gets a little too uh fixated i think sometimes on actually making it look like a traditional award show yeah which is always the it it's always the problem we've discussed where those award shows and those for some reason the games industry still looks to movie and TV industry as like its goal yeah when it's blown past it time and time again yeah and it needs to look the it, what it should be is those industries looking at the games industry but they keep trying to make it so it's you know like you said yeah. It's yeah. the Oscars of of gaming. It's like, no. As what's-his-name said, Joseph Ferris, fuck the Oscars. Exactly. Do your own thing. Do your own thing and just do it well. And no one will question you if it's good. Yeah. So we'll see on December 10th. That's it for the news. Boom. News. There it is. You're welcome. Not that you were here to listen to the news. Maybe you were. If you made it this far, it's all news. Power to you. Minus, you know, the few tangents. and A few. <laughs> but uh, it's been six days, Matt. You haven't been doing shit, so why don't you ask me instead? <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> not even a, not even a uh, fight for that. Um, so the two, the two games I've been playing, it's really only been two, mm-hmm. have been Wasteland 3. Yep. On a service called Game Pass. What's that? See <laughs> uh, time code uh, 48 minutes or whatever. See <laughs> the whole podcast. Yeah. See the last four weeks where Nate has shilled out for Game Pass because of the greatest deal in video games. Uh, but yeah, Wasteland 3. And it's been a lot of fun. I've told you some of the, ex- the exploits that Kenny and I got up to last week. Yep. sounds Does sound fun. Sounds uh, good. Kenny did have sex with a goat. So that was the thing that happened in the game. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, but the the dialogue's fun. There's the combat's fun. It's our sit-in. Like we, it's an RPG that you actually want to read. Like when conversations are happening, you actually want to pay attention to. So like when him and I are playing certain things, like when him and I play FM, we'll throw sports games on our other monitors and watch either real soccer that's happening or whatever. But when real soccer's on, we can't play Wasteland because we want to pay attention to Wasteland. Mm-hmm. So we need something not distracting us. Uh, that's been a, it's been a lot of fun doing that and running into situations where things have gone crazy, things have gone wrong. Uh, there are there have been a couple moments where we've had to like pause and tactically figure out where we need to stand mm-hmm. to actually make a fight work. So, it's been entertaining, and I've been enjoying it. I stopped playing my single-player save because 
I don't want to play that and get ahead of where he is or where we are because I don't want to know. Yeah, I, yeah it's I more fun. Yeah, I don't want to know anything. It's more fun. Um, then it's been football manager. Kenny and I have been back to leading our teams to glory. We are currently barreling towards the end of our third season. Officially, the furthest we've ever made it in a save, in a single save. We're just chugging right away. Chugging away until the release of 2021. Yep. Yep. There, We've had a couple ideas where if we do get bored to not restart the save, but to make the save last till then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's a couple ideas on the horizon, but I don't think we're going to ever need to do them because I think we're still happy with where we're going. So but. Nice. Oh, sneeze. <laughs> he played me. He played me. The moment he called it out, it just disappeared. But yeah, so that's been that's been that. Uh I'm one episode off finishing Hunters. Long, <laughs> Long one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, after we stopped watching it. And not for any reason. Just stop. Just because I don't know, it just stopped. Well, we there was a time there was a time frame for when we stopped watching between like uh we started having to record at weird times for whatever reason and then uh John Boy and Jake were doing baggage, baggage yeah. and take me out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, we have to watch some terrible shows before we can watch a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's been it's been good. Plan on finishing that maybe this weekend and catching up with the boys and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's really been it. Not much else. Baseball's in its final week before we hit uh, postseason. Football has started. Soccer has started. Basketball is still finishing up. So I am back to the enjoyment of sports. F1's still going, even though it's basically over. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, we all know how the season's going to end anyway, so there's no point in continuing. <laughs> but he'll as, throw as another trophy in his bag. and I don't know why he just doesn't declare at the beginning of the season, I'm going to take all of these. And if anybody would like to fight me for them, we can go to that track and race. Yeah. Just get, just get it done right off the bat. Hopefully... Uh... Formula Lewis. Yeah, Formula Lewis. <laughs> I don't know. No uh no rule changes next year, I don't think, so Yeah. They postponed the rule changes. Oh they postponed okay. I think so. And then um just the driver changes will be what's happening. Well, driver and team changes officially with Williams and everything. Yeah, I think someone's getting renamed too. Racing points becoming Aston Martin. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just the interesting things. Yeah. Some libraries will change. Always fun to see the new libraries. Yeah. But yeah, that's been that's been the entire podcast. We're good. We're done. We'll see you later. Game Pass. If you haven't heard of it, how did you make it here and not hear of it? It's impressive, really. Honestly, yeah. Did you skip to the end? You cheating? You cheating to show that completion time? Get out of here. Stop that. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. AdWanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands, and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from AdWanted UK.